Welcome to Digital Vision. It's episode number one for the 11th of June 2007. I'm Ian Harris, and today I talk with Nicola Jude from Sky News. Well, Nicola, thank you very much for talking to me today. Well, thank you. Uh, so I guess we want to start off, first of all, to explore... Here we are sitting in a, an edit suite at Sky News. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is, is this your room? No, we, we don't have official rooms. We tend to move around. Everybody mm-hmm. has their favourites, though. Okay. Some have better windows and views than others. Right. And what do you do in this edit suite? <laughs> um, basically, my job is to make news packages. Mm-hmm. So I will sit with the journalist uh, while they write their script. The right. journalist will do the words mm-hmm. and the voice. And I will put the pictures with that voice and intersperse it with interviews from people. Um, we also do uh, specials as well. So we'll do the little two or three minute news reports you get daily, but maybe there'll be something special like a Falklands commemora- commemoration coming up and we might do half hour specials or our special programs as well. Right. So you're intimately involved in the, the process of putting the news together. Very intimately. Mm. <laughs> yes. So even kind of frame by frame. <laughs> yes. Yes. So... You're, you're telling these news stories. What, uh, how, what is this second life thing? How is that related to what's happening in news? Well, basically, we at Sky News um, are kind of quite proud of our reputation at being the first in many things. And we wanted to be the first, um, one of the first in second life. We're aware that Reuters was already there, but we wanted to do something completely different in Second Life that had never been done before. Okay, maybe we can just take a step back there and try and explore what is what is Second Life? Okay, well, Second Life is an online virtual world that at the moment, as of last week, I think, has got about 7 million users worldwide. Wow, that's, like, that's the size of a reasonable country. It's huge, yeah. It's <laughs> mind-boggling when you, when you actually think about it. Um, it can be, like I said, it's people from all over the world. So you uh-huh. are in a 3D world with them. Right. The content of which is built by everybody that inhabits that world. Okay. So, so you can actually create. You can create your own. You can create your own things. You can own your own own land. As people have probably heard that you know there's been the first millionaire um, <laughs> in Second Life because everything you build or you make, you can right. obviously sell. As okay, well. so there's an economy running within the world itself. There's an economy. There's, um, I think it's a thirty-four million pound mm-hmm. GDP. Wow. I think. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last kind of figures that I heard bandied about. Um, you, because you can own your own land and you can mm-hmm. own your own island, you get people obviously designing houses for people and right. clothes for people okay. um, and things like that. And the Linden dollar, which is what you spend in there, is actually linked on the stock exchange to the real dollar oh, right. as well. So okay. it's, it's got so an You can get money rate. in and out of this virtual world as well. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you decided that uh, it would be good to have a presence for Sky News in Second Life. Mm-hmm. Now, this must have been a hard thing to sell internally within uh, Sky News, which although it's, uh, you know, there's, there's some amazing technological feats that Sky News has pulled off, like Sky News Interactive mm-hmm. and uh, the online services and so on, it, this is another step, I guess, to, to go into a, 
what's this, you know, to go into a virtual world, how did you go about convincing people this would be a good thing to do? Well, I mean, we're lucky at Sky that people are always looking for innovative new ways to do things. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think Second Life, even to the most computer literate person, mm-hmm. seems a bit odd, to say the least. Um, so me and my friend Armin, who's also a video editor with me, and we put together a presentation. Um, first of all, we approached the online people, uh-huh. um, and then we approached kind of the wider online for the whole of, of Sky. We also spoke to John Riley, who's the head of Sky News here. Um, we also spoke to people at um, kind of corporate communication levels as well. Um, and it took a number of presentations, and there was no negativity at mm-hmm. all. It was just um, trying to find a place that it would sit. Yes. Um, kind of whose responsibility it would be because obviously there is nothing like Second Life and it, it's, it doesn't comfortably slot into anywhere that exists in Sky at the moment mm. because it is so unique and it is such a new thing um, so yeah generally people um, are very kind of open minded about it and very interested about it because like I said there's nothing nothing like it before but um, I think they listened to our, our ideas and they were very interested in the in the idea of you know, using it as a tool to help people understand issues around news, um, right. and also to—I mean, there's no boundaries in Second Life at all. It's mm-hmm. it's worldwide. Um, so maybe people who didn't know about Sky News before will come in and have a look and 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 be interested. So it gives uh, not only an international uh, arena for Sky News to presenting, I guess, but also access in a different way from just text and, and graphics on the internet as well. Well, we see it as more immersive. Yes. I mean, the whole thing about being in a 3D world is that you are surrounded by everything. And if you can actually go into the Sky News Centre um, and experience some of the things there, um, one of the things that we that we have um, an aspect that we have put into it is quite an educational aspect. Mm-hmm. So you can walk around the newsroom, which looks exactly like the one that you can see outside, um, and you can find out who sits at what desk, what right. job they do, uh-huh. you know, or what does um, an EP, an executive producer, do exactly? What does um, the home news desk do exactly? What, what does a producer do? So you're actually exploring not just the news, but the way the news is actually put together exactly. and built as well. We have uh, the gallery as well. Um, functioning in Second Life um, and we have a little background kind of hubbub of um, chatter we actually went right. into the gallery and set up a camera uh, an audio mic there for half an hour uh-huh. so you can hear the director queuing things right. um, so you really are kind of immersed in the, the whole world mm. of news and what we work with every single day mm. so it has it has its uses on two levels educating people as to what actually happens what goes on in a real newsroom mm-hmm. but also bringing real world news into the virtual world as well okay that sounds very exciting uh, and it gives um even uh, as you've been able to show me for a few minutes here walking around the newsroom uh, it's it's a very complex process we look at uh, sky news on the television it seems quite easy it just it's there all the time uh, but the actual process that goes into making that up is uh, is a little more complicated than what we envisage from just watching it on tv at home yeah i mean it certainly is i think it's like a i don't know a duck or a swan that you see gliding along the water and all looks uh-huh. very nice and then you look underneath and its legs are going furiously <laughs> that's basically what's happening in, in the newsroom all the time and the idea obviously is that it looks it looks good on air and uh-huh. you don't see us running around like mad things sweating and shouting at each other
<laughs> so, I presume once you decided this was a good thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, you must have then got some people to help you build this in Second Life. Do you, what do you do in Second Life? Do you hire builders or <laughs> what's that? Well, th- there's obviously the um, the choice to build for yourself, but uh-huh. I couldn't even begin to imagine how to do that. That's not my area of expertise at all. Mm-hmm. So, we looked at... Um, a few different companies and we we had a look around Second Life to see who had done um, the work that we liked and we also did a bit of research and we found um, one of the most impressive companies was Rivers Run Red. Right. Um, They've done um, quite a number of big builds in there. They did um, one of the kind of seminal events last year which was Radio One's Big Weekend. Right. and we were really impressed by that. We went to, I actually went to a conference around Christmas time where uh, people from Linden Lab who own Second Life um, were doing something about getting your presence into Second Life and, you know, who was there talking with them but Rivers Run Red. Right. So straight away I thought, you know, these are the guys, if we mm. want it done properly, these are the guys to go with. And um, we basically, when it was decided that yes we were going to go ahead and we were going to do this and the launch date was going to be at Hay which at that stage was probably about four weeks away right <laughs> we ran to them desperately and they did I think probably an eight week job in four weeks right and they did it very very well um, if you've been in there we didn't see the finished newsroom until Wednesday or Thursday and it was going live on the Sunday or Saturday night mm-hmm. so obviously we had faith in them, but we were hoping and praying that it would look good. We were just thinking, oh, please let this be okay. And we sat down and they, they turned on their big plasma screen and we just went, wow. So you're pretty happy with the result? Yeah. Uh, it's amazing for us because we work here every day. Mm-hmm. And to come through the doors every day and, and see the studio every day, it's an impressive studio. But then to sit there and have it all reproduced on a computer... And it's like, oh, this is where this person sits. And oh, my God, <laughs> they've even got um, our recycle bins. Right. It's that accurate. It's that it. accurate. And if wow. you um, if you walk behind, if you when you come into the Sky News Centre, mm-hmm. if you walk behind the um, security guard's desk, you'll find a little crumpled bit of paper that hasn't quite made it <laughs> into the bin. The level of detail is wow. really nice. And I think one of the things about the build is that that gives it kind of um, a little bit of soul. Mm, really absolutely gives it a little bit of bit of character bit of character yeah, yeah. I, I still think it's quite amazing that, that you go to a company and get them to build you a virtual world in a place that really doesn't even exist the fact that there's you can actually go and get people to do these things for you is quite amazing it is and I mean the level of detail that that they took on was even surprising to me they came here and obviously and they looked and they took a lot of photos uh-huh. and we um worked from the main architect's plan of the building and we also got the people that designed this um, building in our set to send them all the correct textures and things so even the colours that you see inside Second Life are the exact colours that we used wow. to design our real set. Okay so you do really feel like you're in the actual newsroom when you're in Second Life. Yeah um, and like I said that you have the the general hubbub as well mm-hmm. not only did we record in the gallery but we thought it sounds different out of the newsroom so we right. stuck a camera uh, with a mic there for an hour as well and edited basically at different desks kind of the different sounds going on there. Okay 
So you've, uh, a few days beforehand, you saw the, mm-hmm. the Second Life uh, representation of the newsroom and the surrounding areas. And what was happening at Hay? Why was Hay an important um, milestone for this project? Well, we decided um, a lot of things, looking at Second Life, a lot of things are actually event-driven. Uh-huh. So um, people like to come to something happening. Obviously, they like to go like and have a life really, yeah. It? Of course, <laughs> obviously, they like to go and have a wander around and have a look. But if there's actually something happening, right. then that's definitely a draw for people. So uh-huh. we decided, obviously, we needed needed to kick off with an event, and somebody piped up with I can't exactly remember who it, who it was, but um, the hay event, mm-hmm. which sounded like a great idea for us um, because we could um, combine it with uh, having a simulcast. Okay, so what happens at Hay? What's the what's the event in real life? Hay is a literary festival. Uh-huh. Um, it started off very small. Um, it's in a field in Wales, right? <laughs> and uh, basically, you get the most amazing people mm-hmm. coming to talk there. Uh, I think last year Bill Clinton was there. They had Richard Dawkins here this year. Uh-huh. Gordon Brown was there talking about his new book. There are Nobel Prize winners. Right. Um, just. So many amazing people that I can't even I can't even think of uh, the amount of names um, that were going on. But um, so yeah. you weren't, you weren't, you weren't going to go to some quiet event here. This is a fairly significant event. That uh, it is, and it's it's quite an intellectual event as hmm. well. And people go to talks about books and about issues and uh-huh. and things like that. And uh, Adam Bolton, who is our chief political correspondent, he was uh, doing his Sunday program that he does every Sunday. He was doing that from Hay. Right. Um, and he had various guests in to talk to people um, and to talk about books and literary issues. And um, we just thought this would be a great way to launch um, Second Life with uh, a live simulcast. So the idea being is that you can have an audience in Second Life watching the show at right. the same time as the show is going out live on television. Right. The television audience can see the Second Life audience. Wow. Adam can take questions from real people in Hay and also from the avatars in Second Life at uh-huh. the same time and put them to his guests. That's amazing. That's like a real meeting of the worlds, isn't it, with both Second Life and real life all simultaneously going on at the same time. Exactly. We were really interested in the way that we could blur the boundaries mm. between the virtual world and the real world. And I think we we succeeded in doing that. Um, some people were completely befuddled by what was going on. <laughs> and at times, um, so were we, but it worked. And that was that was the main thing. That must have been quite a challenge uh, in the middle of a field in Wales trying to get internet connections and even even news reporting going on all at the same time. It was an immense challenge. Even something like having even something like trying to photocopy a piece of paper was uh, <laughs> was a challenge in itself. Mm-hmm. We didn't have um, we had to bring in special broadband connections. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolutely bucketing it down with rain as well, which <laughs> has its own his own challenges mm-hmm. um it was uh basically we 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 set it up the day before and mm-hmm. we tested and retested things the day before we um put the shoutcast in which allowed people to hear the audio from adam's program in second life right um we tested it that day well we tested it on the saturday and it was all kind of quite happy mm-hmm. um small issues kind of arose like simple things like not having enough cable and then having to dispatch somebody to the the nearest pc world which was absolutely miles away through country <laughs> roads um so the next day we came back and and that's when the heavens opened basically and it really started to pour down oh my goodness and um 
we didn't have talk back to Armin, my colleague, who was um, controlling the camera in mm-hmm. Second Life, the view of Second Life that the director was taking. Right. So I was basically the legs. I was running between our set and Armin, who was probably about a minute away in the right. pouring rain, <laughs> carrying messages like a carrier pigeon, basically. <laughs> um, and then during a commercial break, our, our broadband connection went down, oh, no. which was a very tense moment. But um, Rivers Run Red, who were sat in the front row watching watching Adam um, and controlling the avatars, had brilliant plans in place for that. Um, mm-hmm. They had people at their London offices in Shoreditch there to kind of catch us if we fell. Right. Um, and miraculously, which never happens, the broadband connection connected itself in time for the next half of the programme. But at one point, we were trying to, we were trying to write questions in the rain not being able to hold the pen <laughs> with rain dripping off your nose and <laughs> ink going everywhere but uh-huh. it never came to that in the end and um, we managed to carry it off in a way that I don't think anybody would have seen That's quite amazing. bad happening wow. and it's the first time that ever happened as, as far as we're concerned in Second Life yes. we started off uh, capping the limit of people that were coming to the island because obviously we didn't want people's first experience of um, mm. Sky News event in Second Life to be a rather slow and laggy one. Yes. So we capped it at 25 people mm-hmm. um, and then it went up to 35 and then it went up to 45. Right. And in total, we had over 700 people trying to attend the event. Wow. So in our book, we think we, think we made quite a success of it. It's a pity all 700 people couldn't have come. It really yes. is. But um, I think the whole thing would have had a meltdown, (laughs) including us. (laughs) That's right. But I guess the people actually watching Sky News at the time were able to see uh, what was happening in Second Life as well. Yeah, there was um, a plasma screen behind Adam. Okay. um, But also the director was cutting to full screen shots of Second Life. Yeah. So you had Adam in real life with Second Life behind him, and you also had full screen shots of Second Life going out live. To um to the audience of Sky News, that's very exciting. An immense technical challenge that it sounds like you just pulled it off. It must have been a great feeling. I think we pulled it off with a plum. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think, <laughs> but um, it's kind of what we do at Sky News. We're used mm. to we're used to doing things in very challenging um, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have people reporting from war zones. Yes, I myself, I went out um. And edited during the tsunami in Thailand, and we have some amazing producers here who basically start the day out in the middle of nowhere with nothing. And mm-hmm. you know, within three hours, they have a tent set up. They have people working on computers. They have connections back to London. They it's do the most amazing, amazing things. Mm. So that was a walk in the park for them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't sound like that's the end for Sky News and Second Life. What, where's your vision for Second Life and Sky News? Where do you want to take it? Well, ideally, what we have in there at the moment is a basic shell mm-hmm. of our plans for the future. Um, we're planning all kinds of exciting things, um, basically experimenting with ways that people can upload their own news into. Um, the Sky News Centre in Second Life. So maybe it will be something that they filmed on their mobile phone or Mm -hmm. maybe it will be something that, you know, they've they've filmed themselves. And what we'd love to be able to do is to have a room for user-generated content and maybe some kind of loop where people can can vote on 
on what kind of reports mm-hmm. or what kind of little clip has excited them most. The idea is maybe it will go into a top 10 generated loop that will run in a room. Mm-hmm. And the exciting thing about that is obviously that it could be anybody from anywhere in the world. Absolutely. My colleague Armin's favourite example is, you know, maybe Hendrik who lives on a fjord in Norway and comes out of his house one day and there's a whale surfacing mm-hmm. in his fjord. Um, which is great, but obviously that would never get shown on Sky News normally, however great it is. But this is a home for all those kind of quirky little things and challenging things and important things that mm. some people capture. We had another event um, last week, uh, Crime Week. Uh, it was Crime Week last week on Sky News. All things crime, um, right. tackling crime, um, issues of crime, punishment, rehabilitation, all that kind of stuff. And our um, chief crime correspondent, Martin Brunt, basically came in and did another shoutcast in Second Life and asked, uh, answered all kinds of questions from people on what it was like to be a crime correspondent and what his job involved. And it basically, um, there's about 35 people there in the end and right. it ended with um, him, well his avatar, giving a little impromptu tour of the Sky News Centre. Oh, right. in, in Second, second Life, life. yeah. amazing <laughs> so kind of this is the news wall and this is what happens here and mm-hmm. this is the director and this is what we do here and everybody was kind of trooping around after him as he, as he walked around <laughs> the virtual centre and there were some really really incisive questions asked mm. about um, the new terrorism laws being put in place about mm-hmm. how long they can hold people um, and I think I think that's really good because a lot of people's view of Second Life is either that it's for geeks or it's for kind of teenage boys or mm-hmm. you know for there's always the quote oh I've got too much to do in my first life I can't have a second <laughs> life um, but what we want people to see it as is a useful addition to their first life you know you use the internet you can use second life in the same way as you use the internet mm-hmm. and there were people from all over the world there asking really important questions Yes, and we give them an opportunity. I mean, I, that sounds actually very interesting. I would have actually liked to, to have been there in Second Life and be able to ask those questions where you would just normally not get the opportunity to do that sort of thing. No, and it, it wasn't like uh, Martin was answering in kind of IM form as well. He was sat there at a microphone answering it, it through a shoutcast, it, you know, through speech. Mm-hmm. So it was a real kind of immediacy and a kind of intimacy as well, which was, which was great. Wow, that's quite amazing. Uh, we are planning to turn our hay tent that still looks like hay into a screening room that we're going to be used uh, going to be used basically to screen um, some of our archive footage we have a great archive here at Sky News there's some amazing you must have an awful lot of content yeah. that and um, we plan up. to to basically use that content um, in the screening room mm-hmm. um, we also plan to try and create some um, unique content for Second Life as well so stuff that w- is just for um, Second Life audience right that's very cool. So, if you were in Second Life, how do you find where Sky News is? Where do you go? How do you find... Do you kind of look it up on a directory or go to a certain place? The way that I always find it mm-hmm. is um, you have various buttons along the bottom of your screen, and one right. of those buttons is a map. Okay. And I always click on the main map button, not the mm-hmm. mini-map button, the main map button, and uh, I put in Sky News, and it comes up at the top of the list and then you simply press teleport and you'll be teleported to our island 
Fantastic. outside um, and you can walk through the doors into it. We also have some quite interesting things happening around the outside of the island. We have some new slots mm-hmm. we have, um, that we have plans for. We have a little mock-up of 10 Downing Street that perhaps one day our plans are you can be able to stand in front of it and film yourself doing your own <laughs> news broadcast. Right. We have a little soapbox that we have plans for as well. So maybe people will be able to get up on the soapbox and um, broadcast their ideas and their opinions to mm-hmm. other people in Second Life. That's excellent. Nicola, thank you very much for talking to me today about uh, some of, I think, the most interesting things that's been done outside of the internet, beyond the internet, and uh, beyond normal television, and exploring what uh, the way news can be interesting and more informative. And, I mean, the word immersive is very true. Uh, being able to interact with people that you see on television and ask them questions and see how the news is put together, I think, is... Uh, a fantastic opportunity that a, a, a virtual world that a few people were exploring at the start and now millions of people are exploring gives us an opportunity to see these things in a completely different way. So thank you very much for talking to me today. Thank you very much. It's been really enjoyable.